Good morning. Today we'll be studying Perik Arba'asar, the 14th chapter of Hilchot Tefillah, Birkat Kohanim. And this chapter deals with Birkat Kohanim and the priestly benediction given by uh, the descendants of Aharon. This was something that was done uh, both in the Mikdash and it's another way that Hachamim transferred the service in the Mikdash to the Beta Knesset. And it's a theme, it's something that we've mentioned before. Hachamim wanted to try to transfer the environment and ambience of the Beta Mikdash into the Beta Knesset. Halacha Aleph. Bashaharit, Bamusaf, Vanneila, Hakohanim Nusin et Kapehem. During Shaharit, Musaf, and Neila, the descendants of Aharon from now Kohanim would raise their hands to bless Am Yisrael. And Nesiat Kapaim is another word for Birkat Kohanim. Abad be Minha and Nesiat Kapaim. However, during Minha, Birkat Kohanim is not said. We finish it by Minha, as, as, because for Minha, generally people have had meals, and during their meals they would generally drink wine. It is possible that the Kohanim drank wine. And anyone who is drunk or has alcohol in their system is forbidden to do nisiyat kapayim. Someone that's drunk may not do nisiyat kapayim, as we'll see uh, in the next chapter. Even on a fast day, it is prohibited for the Kohanim to do Birkat Kohanim on Minha. Nahamim made this rule out of fear that if Birkat Kohanim was permitted on a fast day, the rule might be disregarded uh, for a regular day. When is this so? This is said only in regards to a ta'anit that ne'ilah and minha is said. For example, Yom Kippur or a public fast day. About ta'anit she'enbo ne'ilah, however, in regards to a fast day that ne'ilah is not said, Yom Tisha Be'av, Bishiva Asar Betamuz, Ho'il utfilat minha shelahen samuch lishkiat hahamma. Because minha is said very close to and right before she, sunset, it looks like it's Na'ilah. And people won't come to confuse it for a weekday minha. Therefore, Nesiat Kapayim is to be said on Tisha Be'av and Shiva Asar Betamuz. However, a Kohen that passed before the Aaron and stood on the platform during Minha of Yom Kippur. Because of the fact that it is known that the Kohen won't be drunk because drinking and eating is forbidden in Yom Kippur, this individual may say, and he is not taken down. Because of the suspicion that he may be drunk. No, because of the suspicion that people might say the following. That this individual uh, the reason why they took this person down from doing Rikat Kohanim is because he is pasul and invalid from being a Kohen, and that's why they took him down. How is Rikat Kohanim done outside of the Beit HaMikdash? 
כשיאמר רצה, כל הכהנים העומדים בבית הכנסת נעקרים ממקומן והולכים ועולים לדוכן. At the moment that the שליח ציבור reaches עבודה and begins רצה, all the כהנים that are in the בית הכנסת stand up and leave their place and go to the front of the ארון and to the platform that is before the ארון. A quick note, they do not do, they do not necessarily need to do נטילת ידיים, as they have done already נטילת ידיים before שחרית. However, if they did touch something dirty or whatever it might be, they should do נטילת ידיים. ועומדים שם פניהם למול ההיכל ואחוריהן כלפי העם, ואותיהם כפופות לתוך כפיהן, עד שישלים שליח ציבור ההודעה. And they walk up to the דוכן, and they stand facing the ארון, and their backs towards the nation, towards the rest of the congregation, and their hands and their fingers closed inside their fists, until the שליח ציבור reach ends the ברכה of thanks, or הודאה. ומחזירים פניהם כלפי העם, once the שליח ציבור finishes הודאה, the כהנים turn and face the rest of the nation, ופושטין אצבעותיהן, and they spread their fingers. ומגביהין ידיהן כנגד and they raise their hands to shoulder height. ומתחילין יברכך, and they begin בקת כהנים with יברכך. ושליח ציבור מקרא אותה מילה מילה, והן עונים שנאמר אמור להם. ושליח ציבור reads word for word, and they repeat after him. As it says, you shall tell them, meaning משה should tell the כהנים the ברכה, and the כהנים should repeat after you. עד שמשלים את פסוק ראשון, וכל העם עונים אמן. After they, the first פסוק is finished, and the rest of the nation answers אמן. וחוזה שליח ציבור ומקרא אותן פסוק שני מילה במילה. והן עונים. עד שמשלים פסוק שני, וכל העם עונים אמן. And the שליח ציבור goes back and reads the second פסוק, word for word. The כהנים repeat after him, until the second פסוק is finished, and then the rest of the nation answers אמן. וכן פסוק שלישי, and the same for the third פסוק. When the Kohanim finish the three Pesukim, begins the next Baracha that, is after, that follows, uh, follows Hodaya, which is Sim Shalom. The Kohanim turn and face the Hechal, and after that they close their fingers into their fists. And they stand at the Dukhan until the, the Shaliyah Sibur finishes the, the Beracha of Sim Shalom, and only then do they return to their place. The individual reciting the, and call, who calls upon the Kohanim to say the Beracha, typically it's, it's the Shaliyah Sibur, we'll assume that. He calls for the Kohanim before he says the Beracha. He is only allowed to do so until the, the congregation finished saying Amen for the Beracha of Avodah. The Kohanim are only allowed to begin the Beracha until the Shaliyah Tzibur finishes the call and the tzibur is not allowed to say amen until the kohanim finished and conclude the beracha. The kohanim may not begin to recite the beracha until the tzibur has 
included to say amen. Is not allowed to reset to answer amen after the Kohanim like the rest of the congregation. So that he will not become confused. And he won't realize and he will become confused and won't know which beracha he should read. Either the second pasuk or the third pasuk because they end in similar ways. And all of this is to maintain the proper decorum for the Birkat Kohanim and so that there won't be any mishaps. The Kohanim are not allowed to turn their faces from the Tzibur until the Shiyah Tzibur begins the Berachah of Sim Shalom. And they may not leave their place until the Shiyah Tzibur concludes the Berachah of Sim Shalom. They may not bend their fingers until the Shaliyah Tzibur, uh, until they turn away from the Tzibur. And one of the establishments that Rabbi Yohanan ben Zakai did was that the Kohanim may not go up to the platform to do the Birkat Kohanim uh, with their shoes. Rather, they should stand barefoot. And this is one of the parallels to the Mikdash, as the Kohanim would do the Avodan, the Beit Mikdash, barefoot. When the Kohanim bless the nation, they should not stare and be fixated at the nation. And they should, may not become distracted. Rather, their face, and they should be facing downwards at the, at the ground. As someone who is standing in tefillah uh, stands in the same fashion. And it is forbidden for anyone to, again, stare and be fixated at the Kohanim during the time that they are blessing the nation. So that they'll be able to focus and concentrate on the Beracha and not become distracted. Rather, the entire nation should be focused on listening to the Beracha and face downwards the ground towards the Kohanim and do not look at the Kohanim. If there is one Kohen that was blessing the rest of the people, he begins the Beracha from himself and the Shidiyah Sibur begins and reads the Beracha for him word for word as we mentioned in Halacha Gimel. If there are two or more Kohanim, they only begin the Beracha until once the Shaliyah Tzibur calls upon them and says, Kohanim. And they answer and begin, and the Shaliyah Tzibur reads for them word for word, as we said previously. How was Birkat Kohanim done in the Beit HaMikdash? The Kohanim go up to the platform, which here in this case was the stairs 
of the ulam, as we'll see in Halakha Yodalid, and they go up after they conclude the morning daily, the daily morning sacrifice. And they raise their hands above their head, in contrast to shoulder level that we mentioned before, and their fingers are straightened out. Aside from the Kohen Gadol, he may not raise his hands above the tzitz, or the golden plate on his forehead that said, Kodesh Hashem. And one individual reads the beracha for them word for word, as it is done outside of the Beit HaMikdash. Until the three pesukim of the beracha are concluded. And the rest of the nation does not answer Amen after every pasuk. Rather, they answer Amen at the conclusion of the entire beracha at the end. Adonai Elohi Yisrael min ha'olam ve'ad ha'olam. And the rest of the nation does not answer Amen, rather they answer, Blessed God, the Lord of Israel, forever and ever. Halakha Yod. Ve'omrim et Hashem kichtavo. And the Kohanim uh, pronounce God's name as it is said. Ve'hu davar ha'nehegam yod ve'he ve'vav ve'he. And this is the name uh, that is pronounced uh, with the yod and the he and the vav and the he. And that is the explicit name of Bor Olam uh, that, is, that we know of, uh, that is said uh, in the Torah, and the, the Shem Yod Ke Vav Ke is the one that we, uh, we hear of, and the one that, we, that is famous, and the one that we know. <clears throat> However, outside of the Beit HaMikdash, it is said uh, with a nickname, or a different name. And outside of the Beit HaMikdash, we use the name of Aleph, Dalid, and Nun, and Yod, as the explicit name of God is not said aside from the Beit HaMikdash. And after Shimon HaTzadik passed away, who was one of the students of Ezra Sofer, stopped using the explicit name of God, even in the Beit HaMikdash. So that people who were not educated properly would not use the name in an improper fashion. And the early sages would not teach about this name to their students and to their proper sons once every seven years. And here, we're not referring to how to pronounce God's name, rather uh, what it means and the intricacies of God and what the name Yod Kevav Ke implies about God. All of this is just in order to glorify God's great and awesome name. Birkat Kohanim is only said in Hebrew. As it says, specifically with the following words. This are some of the some of the things that the receivers of the tradition received from Moshe Rabbeinu. When it says it is must be standing up. 
Kotevarehu must be with hands being raised. Kotevarehu bishon hakodesh. Kotevarehu, in reference to the shon hakodesh. Kotevarehu panim kineged panim. Kotevarehu must be facing each face to face. Quick note: uh, here panim befanim is a little reminiscent of uh, when Moshe Rabbeinu, uh, the same way that he spoke to Borei Olam, obviously not a literal face to face, rather something a little bit deeper than that. Kotevarehu bekolram, Kotevarehu in reference to saying out loud. Kotevarehu b'shem hamifurash. When we say Kotevarehu, it also comes to teach us that it uses the explicit name of God. And name of God again is only used in the Mikdash, as we mentioned. The Kohanim may not add to this Beracha more than the three Pesukim that we mentioned. Kigon Adonai Yosef Kachem. They may not say the Pasuk of Hashem Elokavotechem. Not silently and not out loud. As it says, you may not add to the words. When the Quranim go up to the platform to bless Am Israel, when they remove their feet, uh, and leave the place to go up, they say, may it be your will before you, God, to have this beracha that you instructed us to bless the Jewish people, a complete and total beracha. And may there not be any stumbling block or transgression from now uh, till eternity. And before the Kohanim turn and face the nation, they say the following beracha. When before the Jewish before the Quranim turn and face the nation, they say the following Beracha. Blessed be you, God, Master of the world, who distinguished us in the distinguishedness and sacredness of Aharon and instructed us to bless Am Israel with love and with Ahava. And we mentioned before the difference between love and Ahava. Ava implies responsibility, it's something dynamic, not something fleeting and uh, implying no responsibility. And after that, they turn their face to, to the congregation and begin to bless them with And after they conclude the Beracha and turn their backs to the Tzibur, after they conclude the Beracha, they say, we have done what you instructed us to do. Please do what you promised us. Please look down upon us from your heavenly, heavenly abode and bless uh, the nation of Israel. <clears throat> As it says, after uh, the Beracha. When the Kohanim turn and face the nation to bless them, and when the Jewish people turn from the Tzibur after they bless the nation, they should only turn right. And so to any person that 
must turn, he should always turn to the right side. In the Mikdash, Birkat Kohanim is only said once a day. After the daily sacrifice of Shahari of the morning, they get up and they stand on the stairs leading up to the Ulam and bless the nation, as we mentioned before in Halachatet and Halachayod. However, outside of the Beit HaMikdash, Kohanim is said, at every tefillah, aside from minha, as we mentioned at the beginning of the chapter. And in every place, the individual who recites the beracha and the Quran repeat after him, should be, the reader should be a regular Yisrael, not a Kohen or a Levi. As it says, you shall tell them, it implies that the reader should not be one of them.